This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. What's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, hey man. man. We hope you're having a great day on this Wednesday. We've got a lot to get into, a lot to talk about with you, because as all these things have transpired over the last 24 hours, Mike, in the mm. NFL specifically, we are still wondering what's going to happen with a lot of the moves that we talked about yesterday. And you know, for Caleb McGarry, guys, we started talking about this yesterday. The Falcons made that decision, Mike, to not franchise tag him. They didn't put a tag on him, non-exclusive, exclusive, et cetera, which means that he is a free agent. But, Mike, it also means he possibly could end up back here as a Falcon, right? There's a slim chance, right? I mean, I don't rule that out. I, I Look, it's – it is. People want to say definitively that's an impossibility. I don't think you could say that, Carl. We've seen things. Stranger things have happened. Yeah, I, I don't know what the answer is at that position. If you're not going to re-sign Caleb McGarry, I think you have to draft somebody. Obviously, and Mike, part of this is we've been talking about what we need, what we hope to get, what we want. Everybody's everybody's okay with drafting a. A tackle at eight? Yeah, I got no problem with that. I mean, I would love to get an like again. We have to we have to wait and see what free agency brings us. Uh, what, what is Santa going to put under the uh, Christmas tree? And <laughs> Christmas comes early. I want an edge rush. There's a couple of dudes out there. I take, but yeah, we let's see where we go there. We've already made a commitment to Lorenzo Carter. We're going to talk about Rashawn Evans and his future coming up this week. But there is a chance McGarry. Again, is this going to be one of these deals where everybody's going to sit there and have their arms crossed? Not this season. Not going to be big paydays. Is everybody going to, Caleb McGarry, come back to the Falcons cap in hand and get a deal? And then we'll be able to ticked off at the team twice. And maybe you'll play twice as hard. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, listen, I I think we're going to see, as, as we do, Mike, the market's going to settle. It's not eventually, right? First day of free agency, teams that have money, like us, are going to go spend money on the guys they want to go get. That's what this is about. If you manage your cap, and we now know that we have some money to spend for the first time in a long time. But you don't wait around to day six if there's a guy that you want to go get. If we want to be in the Hargrave situation, Mike, uh, we got to be a player day one. So right. I not do- just every other year. We, let's be honest, Carl, since we've gotten to the salary cap hell – We've always been day three. Let's yes. be right. We're day f- yes. we are we are shopping at Filene's basement. We are going with a Groupon. And this is the year I think Falcon fans expect us to be that kaboom, super splash, top guy, highest paid, reset the market dude at whatever wherever we go, right? No doubt. I mean, we've got the money to do it. There's no reason to sit around and wait. And more likely, if there is a bidding war, okay, for those guys, those top guys you can at least be in the conversation. In years past, it was if somebody outbid us, well, we weren't even going to be able to to join the conversation. So with McGarry, and the reason why this is important, guys, and we're going to talk about Lamar and all this other stuff that's out there right now, but but with McGarry, we talk about this offensive line, and everybody is assuming 
that Desmond Ritter is going to be the guy. I don't take for granted, Mike, that that is a position you have to upgrade at. If you're not signing him, you've got to get somebody in there that you can trust because this idea that Desmond Ritter has been protected or going to be protected, if it's Ritter, then that is a priority. And where is it at in the pecking order? Where Mm. is this now for the Falcons when you say, hey, here's the first thing we've got to do in free agency? Well, two things. Uh, You're not just drafting to replace uh, Caleb McGarry, eventually replacing Jake Matthews. So do you want to bring a guy the best? If you get whatever's graded as the top guy, right? We already talked about Scarazzi. Was it Paris? Is it Paris Johnson? Yeah, yes. there's, there's a couple of guys. And the other thing, you and I were talking about this off the air this morning. Maybe they could drop back and pick up some extra pieces and in, in more draft collateral to go get a lineman who maybe isn't perceived to be a top eight pick but can still punch in as a starter. But either way, I got no problem going with that depending on what we do in free agency. 404-741-0929. It is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. You can always hit us up on social media as well. He is Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put em Up. See Dukes in this radio show. Dukes and Bell, 929. Follow the radio station at 929 The Game. Stay up on everything that's going on across all social media platforms, guys. Facebook, Instagram, and, of course, everywhere. All right, Mike. Um, here's the thing, too, uh, as we talked about this Lamar situation, and it's still there's a buzz. It is what it is. We're going to figure it out. And I say we as in teams will say one thing. We'll, we'll find out who's interested and who's not. But, Mike, I don't know how any Falcon fan, any Falcon fan could say out loud, that Desmond Ritter is better than Lamar Jackson and be taken seriously. I don't know how any Falcon fan who is against the idea of us even just approaching this could look themselves in the mirror and say, yeah, I mean, we got Des. How can you say that to yourselves and be serious? I'm with you. And I had this conversation today at the gym. And had it yesterday at the gym while we were talking about this. And I've got two guys that I work out with all the time. One guy's uh, APD, one guy's retired fire department guy here in the A. And both guys are Falcon season ticket holders. And one guy was all in for Lamar, and one guy was all in for Ritter. And, and the argument being that, you know, everything we said yesterday about Lamar, it makes this thing more exciting. We get juice. But then, you know, are you going to be able to depend on him to stay healthy? And will you be, you'll basically have to be perfect in everything you do in the draft and free agency because you're going to have no wiggle room because all of a sudden your cap space goes, you know. But the Ritter thing is, and he agreed, we wanted more of a sample size. I like Ritter. Ritter has more experience than a lot of guys that you're, you've talked about in the draft. I mean, certainly more than Anthony Richardson. He played, played nearly 50 games in college and at a high level at Cincinnati. But I just even – and I like the guy, but I didn't get enough to say. And there's no way you could ever in a million years say he could compare to Lamar Jackson. You, you can't. can't. You can't. You, I can't take you seriously if you walk up to me and go, well, we got Ritter. I, I can't. I'm sorry. Atlanta, I, I'm not buying that. There's, that. This is a conversation that we have to have because right. if you can upgrade, you upgrade. If you can get a, a better seat on an airline, you get a better seat. If you can get a better player, you go get a better player. It's no disrespect to where that young player is in his career or what he may ultimately be. But right now, this is no it's not even close. There's no comparison. And I just I'm hearing people act as if like Ritter's a Super Bowl champion and he's like, Well, we've got Ritter. I, I can't take you guys seriously. Right. I just think that uh, there there is two things, two schools of thought. Uh, you do realize that we've got all this cap space and I, I know everybody expects a big home run. It's just the, the, the damn contract is so scary 
And if this was three years ago, that's the thing. I mean, I look, I, I there's a part of me that loves it. There's a part of me that would be fearful of if he can't get – if he comes in here and he misses 10 games in the first two years, then that's 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 not helping us. And then you're going to see Tessman Ritter, so I guess it's good to keep him around. <laughs> but, I mean, if this contract if, – if, if it's again, time machine. Can't, don't have one. If the Deshaun Watson thing hadn't happened, we could very much very easily be in this mix, and I'd have no problem with it. But I think people are so scared by the money. I do think you're right, Mike. Um, and, and what's funny is – this is what's funny. Mike and I always say this. It's not your money. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, right. realistically, like we all get like you're going in your bank account. Here's the deal, guys. When you start talking about the total value of these contracts, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 929 the game. Um, the numbers are staggering, okay? And I'm not gonna give them to you all. I'm just gonna give you the top guys. Josh Allen's total value of his contract, Mike, is two hundred and fifty eight million dollars. It sounds overwhelming. It doesn't mean he's getting all of that. He's getting 43 a year, but his total value of his contract, Deshaun Watson is 230. He's getting 46 a year. Kyler Murray's getting hmm. 230, the total value of his contract. When you hear these numbers, you go, damn, I, I don't know if we can do that. But, guys, this is what's going on all around the NFL. Russell Wilson's total value of his contract is $245 million. He's getting 49 per. And we're sitting here going, well, I don't know. This is where the league is. And, Mike, I have to ask you this because a buddy asked me this last night. He heard us talking about it. He said, man, I love you you guys on the radio, and I just got to ask you guys. I don't have any thoughts on Lamar, but are you guys willing to tell me that the Bengals are not going to pay Joe Burrow this kind of money? Well, that's just it. Well, my concern was because Lamar was – again, these are from published reports, so you're just going on what's been out there in the ether, that Lamar was obsessed with the kind of money that Deshaun Watson got and the structure of the Deshaun Watson deal. So what happens if, you know, two years down the road, somebody else resets the market and he pulls a Julio Jones on us? Arthur, <laughs> Arthur Blank, for those who don't remember, Arthur Blank made Julio the highest-paid wide receiver in the league, and then two years later it wasn't good enough. So that's that's the only concern. And, again, I hope that's not what motivates the guy. On the flip side, I would love to see Lamar maybe come off of some of these demands so we can go ball out in a city that would absolutely embrace him and go bananas because there's so many similarities to Baltimore and Atlanta, African-American fan base, everything else. The fans want something that's exciting, and he can stick it to the Ravens. But that's the thing. It's just to see every NFL team that needs a quarterback come go, we do not need a quarterback. It's like the <laughs> – just talk, talking to Randy McMichael. I mean, I mean, it's like collusion unless everybody turned into like invasion of the body snatchers, right? Yeah, it is. It's bizarre. Uh, I don't believe any of this, by the way. Okay, I'm on the record. I, I don't believe that all of these teams are not interested. Now, I do think there are some, and, and I do think some are being legitimate. But I also think they're getting ahead of this by saying we're not interested, just like so many teams like the Cleveland Browns did last year with Deshaun Watson. Hey, guys, coming up, we've got tickets for you to go see Snoop Doggy. Yeah, he's coming to town. We'll tell you about that. Stay tuned. We'll give you a chance to win those. Also, Herm Edwards is going to join us at 420 today here on the big show with Dukes and Bell. We'll talk to Herm about all these things. Lamar, NFL, free agency. It is Dukes and Bell, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Uh, before we talk some Hawks, and we are going to talk about what they hopefully can get done tonight, we got to send a big shout-out to our man Chuck Smith, who has accepted the job as the new outside linebackers coach for the Baltimore Ravens. 
and Chuck talked to us. Uh, Mike, when did he come up to? Was it up in Gwinnett when we were up there? Yeah, man. He came up and hung out with us. Uh, we were up there at, uh, at Hooters. That's right. And and Chuck specifically was asked by one of our listeners about, do you want to get into coaching again? And he said, you know, my kids and the grind of coaching, and he talked about it. And somebody asked me, well, why would he accept this job? Um, that's a question we're going to ask Chuck because I know timing is everything. Mm. He's at a point in his life, his kids are older, he's got a couple kids in college now. I just feel like, you know, this might be the best timing, but – I don't know. I'm gonna. We're gonna ask him on Friday when we talk to him. But you guys have listened to Chuck over the years on this show. He's been such a big help to us. Uh, he's a part of our draft coverage. Um, so now, uh, you know, his schedule is going to change a little bit, and he's going to be busy as the new outside linebackers coach. But mm. I got to tell you, Mike, I'm so happy for him, and I think the Ravens got a hell of a coach. And all of a sudden now, all these pass rush secrets and things he's been talking about with us, right. he's going to be teaching the Ravens. Seems like a great uh, fit, too, as far as those dominant defenses. That's been their calling card for decades, going back to both Super Bowls and, of course, a good run by Flacco. So, yeah, man, great for Chuck. And I know that every year when people hear the passion Chuck has for the work he does with college players, and, and what, how much he knows about you know what made him such a great player, they always go, man, why couldn't he be here in Atlanta? Well, that's uh, that's something that the previous regime, I don't know if they wanted that smoke, and unfortunately they can never connect the last uh, with the new regime the last time. But, yeah, man, that's big Chuck Smith, Joe, going up <laughs> to the Charm City. So if they lose Lamar, they, uh, they get Chuck. But obviously uh, waiting to see what's going to happen with Lamar Jackson. But great for Chuck, man. Really excited. Yeah, it is. Uh, so we just wanted to mention that, guys, and he'll be on the show with us. I, honestly, I don't know because he's been kind of busy these last, you know, weeks or couple of days but uh, we'll ask him as far as the timetable for him but uh, we're pretty sure that some of the things we had planned are not going to happen now because of this job opportunity Mm. for him but with that said Chuck is always family and and he's always a Falcon he talks about this you know this is where he made his hay he loves the Falcons but this is an opportunity he's going to take and uh, he still loves the, the fact that he hopes the Falcons one day can win a Super Bowl. All right, with that, Mike, let's talk about what the Hawks are going to do tonight because, really, this is about finishing, right? Can we finish? Can we find a way to finish the fourth quarter? Hawks 32-33. and 33. We remain a game under 500, eighth in the Eastern Conference. It's the Wizards tonight. They're in, tenth spot, in the 10th spot in the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. Game, by the way, starts at 7, so 6.30. Mike and I are done for the pregame show. But, Mike, bottom line is, you know, we're trying to break a five-game road losing streak right now. Uh, yeah, and I know that this uh, this team, I mean, there's, there's, there's the things that we thought might get fixed. Look, I'm not sure what you can fix coming in the way Quinn Snyder did with such a small amount of time. And some of these, you know, call them bad habits, Carl, we've got to break. You know, perimeter defense, I just – you haven't played a lick all season. You're not going to figure that out in the final 12, 18 games. So, there you go. And, you know, the, the Wizards, we, last time we played them, Bradley Beal was, like, unstoppable. So, I, I hope they can figure this thing out because, as it stands now, you are a half game ahead of Toronto and you're a few games behind Miami. So, you're kind of stuck playing the team in the Miami you can't beat. So, that's not good. <sighs> yeah, I, 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 I'm just frustrated watching the Knicks seemingly come together. You know, right. that's their first loss after winning them. It was 11 in a row. So the Knicks have finally lost a game, but they've jumped all the way to five. Uh, uh, the Brooklyn Nets are getting it together now after they had their little wobble. But uh, yeah, Toronto made moves at the trade deadline. So we'll see if those guys can, you know, yeah, they're under 500. Hawks are again under 500 by a game. Trey had one of his better games against Miami, but then there was a turnover that you know, no one touched him. That kind of was just kind of strange how that game ended. And, you know, we talked about it. Hunter missed some big shots. Collins started to be an MIA in the fourth quarter. 
It just it's the things that Quinn Snyder will maybe get to look at, and maybe there'll be some, you think there'll be wholesale changes as much as they can in the offseason, or they're so hamstrung because of the Dejounte deal not having picks to trade. I think there will be two guys in this starting lineup that will not be here mm. next season. Um, and if that's wholesale changes. Yeah, that's, that's kind of wholesale changes. That's, yes, that's what I think. I think but what is, be, let me ask you this. What's the market for John Collins right now? It's not what it was. <laughs> Darn right it ain't. It's not what it was. They, they missed that window. Um, unfortunately, I mean, if you whether you like John or not, if you really wanted to trade him, you should have done it when Travis Slink was trying to do it, and they didn't pull the trigger. Um, and, and, you know, somebody, somebody – said keep the team together. So, you know, when you say that and and the guy that's running the team goes, okay, well, you sure you want me to keep the team together? Keep the team together. Okay, well, then we're going to pay Hunter, and then we're going to pay John, and then we're going to take care of Bogey. All of a sudden now you've got a team where you've got pretty much no bench scoring, Mike, when you look at our team. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't know where the bench well, scoring is Well, I mean, A.J. Griffin could be some bench scoring, but for whatever reason, at least in the last few games, he's been a DNP. That's on Quinn, so – I was of the impression. Maybe I just, I don't know. The, uh, all coaches are the same. They go with the veterans. They'd rather see Bogey get the minute. Now, look, Sadiq Bay, you got to get Sadiq Bay in there. I get that because he's one of the few guys doing his job. But I just thought Griffin would see more time when Quinn Snyder got here. Let me ask you this Who's guarding Bradley Beal tonight? I would try to, well, you're not going to like the answer, but I'd go DeAndre Hunter. <laughs> no, listen, I thought he should have been guarding, guarding him at the end of the last because game. Because when they were doing the switches and sometimes Trey would that's, yeah, that you can't have that. But the, Bradley Beal, was, they were killing us on switches and they were setting picks and we were kind of like fumbling and bumbling. So i like to see Hunter. I mean, by definition, Hunter or DeJounte is our best defenders, right? Yes. So pick your, yes. pick your, that's one of those two. 37 points to lead the Wizards to victory the last time we saw them. That was that three-point loss on March 1st. So we're going to square off again, a little revenge. And I think, again, you got to know Bradley Beal's like, I own you guys. That's how he's feeling. Right. Okay. So, I, you know, I hope we come out and are ready to play tonight. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. While we're in this NBA mode as we're talking about our Hawks, I want to talk about Pau Gasol, Mike, because mm. he got his number retired by the Lakers. And he had a couple of things to say. Obviously, him and Kobe were tight. Yes, they if were. You, if you haven't watched the Redeem team, uh, it's on Netflix. You can watch it. Um, it tells you what kind of competitor Kobe was when he's willing to take out basically his best friend to set the tone for Team USA. But Gasol was talking about the impact of Kobe and what he had, the impact that he had on him. He definitely inspired me and showed me what it took to be the best player that you could be. The work ethic, the dedication, the mindset going into it. Um, he challenged me to be better. Uh, with his actions, with his work, but also with he was very um, intentional with his actions uh, of, uh, you know, and I was, you know, I was in. I was all the way in. Um, everybody, I say everybody, obviously Vanessa was there, mm-hmm. Vanessa Bryant, his, his wife, um, right. uh, former players, Jimmy Butler showed up. I mean, there were players showing their respects to Pau Gasol, and he talked about Kobe because, you know, it's just a big part of it. You would think if this was going to happen – we were hoping that we'd be able to have Kobe there, and he probably would be speaking about their runs to championships. And, you know, after Shaq, nobody thought he'd win a championship. But this is Gasol talking about missing Kobe. But I can't go on without talking about the person in the face that I don't see. The brother that elevated me, inspired me, challenged me to be a better player, just to be a better man overall. I miss him. I miss him so much, like... Many of us do. I love him. I wish he was here with Gigi. I really do. Uh, 
but I think he'll be proud. And he was looking forward to this moment. So, mm. love you, brother. And as you said, the number hanging right next to Kobe's number. And, you know, I just, you know, watching the Shaq documentary, Kobe wanting so badly to win a title without Shaq and then having that second run with Pau Gasol. Yeah. And then just, and again, the killer instinct. That's why I know you love Kobe more than any other NBA player, and I get it, because that, that killer instinct, man. And, pro, and let's be honest, people thought Powell was always going to be a guy that would never ring, right? It's true. European guy, big guy, but you know, softy. Yep. And, that, and Kobe elevated his game, and he's talking about that before, and he talked about that last night. When they lost to the Celtics, and Kobe was just like, look, we weren't tough enough. And then that summer... <laughs> He, went, he put his team to the grinder. I'm telling you guys. And they came back and beat the Celtics for the championship the next year. Like, it, it, it's unbelievable the desire that one guy can have on a team and how it can shape a team. You know, that's why, Mike, we always talk about leadership and all of this stuff that you and I get into about our players right. and whether or not. It's amazing what one guy can do if he has that drive and desire. And he was like, we weren't tough enough. And they came back, and they were just like him and Fish and, and Gasol. I mean, that, that team was a different team the next season. So, anyways, man, he, his, his numbers gets retired. But, again, I wanted to mention that because uh, of all the Kobe conversation. And, uh, not me personally. So, I'm not even talking about you. <laughs> 404-741-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. I do want to mention we have Snoop Dogg tickets. If you guys want to go check out the high school reunion tour, Snoop. Wiz Khalifa, Too Short, Warren G, and more. It's August 9th at Lakewood Amphitheater. Tickets on sale Friday, that's March 10th, at Ticketmaster starting at 10 a.m. or 9 a.m. Check that. Tickets go on sale. We've got you a pair. So stay tuned to Dukes and Bell. We're going to give you a chance to win those between now and 630 when we get off here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, we're coming back. We're going to talk some headlines. ACC tournament has started, Mike. Georgia Mm -hmm. Tech's playing today. Georgia's playing later tonight. We'll talk a little bit about that. And uh, what did uh, one Packer say about Aaron Rodgers? Mm -hmm. Find out coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It is Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're going to give some lucky listener a chance to go see Snoop Dogg and company here on the show. We'll give those tickets away between now and 630. Uh, Mike, UGA's Pro Day, by the way, want to mention this next week. I mean, all these guys showed out at the Combine. What else can they do? You know what I mean? You and I were guesstimating yesterday how many guys will make it to the NFL, at least be drafted. I'm going to go with 10. I'm going to go with 10. I mean, if you can't, if, you, if, if the Pudwacker, if Pudlensky gets drafted, it'll definitely be 10. All because right. you got a bunch of linemen on both sides of the ball. You know, Olin Smith, obviously, just a matter now where Jalen Carter will go. Uh, you've got Beal. you got all these guys. So, I mean, they've they got dudes. So, yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick it around and say 9 to 10. All right. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it is, man. Most programs are lucky they get two guys. On an off year, by the way. Remember this? Yeah. Nick, Nick Saban was rebuilding two years ago. <laughs> Kirby lost 14 guys to the NFL and went back-to-back. How about that? It's uh, it's nuts, but we're going to hear uh, coming up here as part of our headline segment, Mike Griffith came on the morning show. He was talking about the importance of pro day. It's still a big deal, but I just think if you go to a combine and show out like a lot of these guys did, it's just I don't know what else you can do. Uh, Connor Riley's going to join us at 4 o'clock. If you missed it, guys, Herm Edwards from ESPN is going to stop by at 420. We'll talk to Herm about all things Lamar Jackson, uh, free agency, et cetera. We'll get his thoughts on the Falcons as well. I mean, you know, Herm's dialed in, man. So we love having Herm on, and uh, we'll do that today at 420. Turtle behind the glass, Bo Morgan, executive producing. Let's- 
Let's hit some headlines. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. All right, Mike. Um, we hadn't really talked about it, but I just want to mention it again. Calvin Ridley on the Players' Tribune for those. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Those of you who didn't read it yet or haven't seen it, I retweeted it. Uh, it's a pretty honest assessment of what was going on in his life. Now, his apology and saying, hey, you know, I'm sorry, does it matter? Mike, I, I think it does. I mean, I, I know he let down a lot right. of Atlanta fans, Atlanta Falcon fans. Hell, you know, we were so disappointed. I remember the day we were on the air and that, that news broke that Calvin Ridley was going to be suspended for gambling. Right. We were hot because we knew he screwed the season for us. You know, yeah. here goes wide receiver number one. And we were hearing things from around the organization about how they were completely blindsided by it when he basically tapped out. And we we were blindsided. I just said on Twitter, you know, we probably interviewed Calvin about half a dozen times. Always positive. You know, always so much fun to talk to. Like, you know, almost like a joy to talk to. So you had no idea where this was coming from. And he really goes in a deep dive into everything from his childhood to the things that were transpiring in the last two seasons. Apparently, he was playing with a broken foot the year before crazy. things went down. And uh, so, I mean, look, you take it, take the man at his word. It's it's crazy that would go down, but that's why some players don't always trust the teams having their best interests. You know, kind of like what happened with the claw down in San Antonio a couple of years ago. But it's a great read. If you're a Falcon fan, you definitely want to check it out. He starts by saying, I blanked up, and it's the F word. I'm not here to sugarcoat anything. In 2021, I made the worst mistake of my life by gambling on football. That's how it starts. So, anyways, it's out there, guys. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Headlines brought to you by our friends at ATL Live Well. Low testosterone doesn't have to keep you down. 
call today. Get help, guys. ATL, live well. Don't just live, live well. Mike, ACC tournament. Georgia Tech won yesterday. We were so caught up in all the football news. They advanced today. They're playing Tech this afternoon. 13th seeded Tech taking on Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Georgia will play later on as the SEC uh, tournament starts. And, guys, this all, of course, gets us to Selection Sunday and then the NCAA tournament next week. But Georgia, they get a tough draw. LSU, Georgia's the 11th seed. LSU is 14th. That Mm. game tonight on SEC Network at 930. I know that uh, for years, Carl, and again, I got I, I got the tail end of the Bobby Kremens years yeah. at the old Alexander Memorial, and then Paul Hewitt. I mean, there was some real excitement, you know. And there were some years where you know the tournament was must see. I mean, Passner. The only thing going on there is they just you know it's 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 kind of lifeless. So if they could pull something out of there, took us and make a run, I just think it's not likely because it's just been a really really brutal season for the Jackets. Mike, you know, in 2020, which was was just a weird year, right? I mean, they won this thing. You remember? Right. I mean, they won the ACC tournament. Kind of came just, out of nowhere. It right. did. And it's just been so, I don't know, 2020, it seems like so long ago and so crazy, but um, not far removed from that. But I don't know if they're going to make that kind of run. This is how Georgia Tech won, by the way, yesterday, courtesy of the ACC Network. They make a technical foul, made free throw, and then bottom line, they end up beating Florida State by one. Tied at 60. Kyle Sturdivant with it. Off a screen on the drive. The cut, and it won't go. Here's the foul of the foul as Franklin got hit with .2 on the clock. Percent at the foul line, and makes the first one. And he did miss on purpose. Here's the heave by Burn, and that is the game. Big finish for the Yellow Jackets, particularly on the backboard for Franklin. He was the hero when they needed him the most. He made the foul shot to win the game as well. Mike, they're 15 and 17. And to your point about lifeless, you know, for years people said the University of Houston would never see championship aspirations again. They're the number one team in the country right now, and they'll be a number one seed. And there's a chance they can win the NCAA tournament. And it's been a long time, right. but they got the right coach. They got the program up again. And my point is, I don't want to hear anything about Georgia Tech and what it was. We've said this for many schools, and Houston's just the latest example. You know, if I slam a gentleman, that's 40 years ago, right. Mike. So now here they are potentially back on back uh, mm-hmm. on the top of the basketball world. It's the Georgia Tech's got to get back. They got to right. get back and win more. Well, games. I mean Brian Gregory and Josh. I mean, just there's been a lot of met, you know. And like this has got this is a point I'm making. There's a rich basketball tradition here. Yes. And people, I mean, I've said it. To, I talked to Chris, our engineer, living in Midtown for many years. It was always fun when things were cooking to go down to now McCamish, which is a beautiful facility. But there's just Passner is it just it has not been what we thought it was going to be because of his tremendous recruiting background and what he did at Memphis. And, you know, with the exception of a few blips, Carl, it's just it's kind of uh, right now. And then hopefully Mike White, I think we'll have faith that things will get going because he's a really competent coach. Just this is a year where you're coming into an SEC where, man, you got some teams that are really firing on all cylinders, just not named Kentucky. <laughs> That's true. Right. Hey, while we were talking about UGA Pro Day, Mike Griffith stopped by the morning show. Listen to what he said about next week and how important it is to some of these players. Chris and Kenny both want to run better numbers at Pro Day, but they didn't have terrible days. Kenny might have lost a little bit of stock with that number because there's so many other really good running backs relative to how they did, but I don't think Chris lost anything. Chris plays fast. Chris is an instinctive player. Talking about Chris Smith. Right. Um, Okay. I mean, if you're telling me that these guys want to run a better time, I I get that. I just feel like Keely Ringo. Mm Mm-hmm. 
How is Keely Ringo improving what he just did? No, at the he don't have to do anything. The one guy I mentioned this last week, uh, Kenny McIntosh. He's probably going to because he, he was not exactly uh, bar- doing the things he thought he could do. And sometimes guys, you see the, uh, at, on the pro day, the times really do sometimes jump better than they did at combine. So we'll see. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers, is he going to the Jets? Now, we're going to talk more about this coming up in 10 minutes as part of our NFL Blitz. We'll give you the latest information out there. Also, a big press conference in Dallas today and what it's all about. But, Mike, Aaron Jones was quoted as saying, listen, um, he doesn't want to lose his quarterback. And then he's on record as saying it. I hope he's not going nowhere. Hell yeah. Uh, especially in our Vegas. Uh, you know, he played with Tay, so I, I hope that wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. But, uh uh, he's my quarterback, so yeah. hope he's back. Uh, if he's back, well, you know we're ready to ball with him. If he's not, then we have Jordan Love, who's who's more than capable, and he's ready uh, to ball as well. If we're ready for a shot. Ah, cover all your bases, baby. <laughs> cover all your bases, smart. That's see, that's there you go. There's that is uh, that is a skill set right there on display. It is. I mean, we have Jordan Love. I mean, he's ready. No, he's not. <laughs> Say all the right things. That's a, You know what? A lot of guys in football can learn from that. That's a nice way to answer that question. <laughs> well, I love it. He starts out, he's like, that's my quarterback. I mean, I don't want him to go out there. That's my quarterback. But but we have Jordan Love. <laughs> yeah. The Jets, how do the Jets screw this up? I mean, they'll move some money. They would, again, like everything else, how the Saints find a way to do it, the Jets will find a way to do it. A lot of weapons, good running back. Good receivers, right, Chris? Are they going to draft some receivers this year, I suppose, help out? But uh, good defense under Robert Sala. And I think in that division, I mean, you, the Dolphins are solid. The Bills are solid. You've got to upgrade. So why not go for it, man? And I'm not sure you win the division, but Aaron Rodgers, once you get him in the wild card, although the last couple of performances in the playoffs have not been, you know, epic Aaron Rodgers, if we're honest, Carl. No, they haven't. And that's what he'd be brought to New York to do. Do you guys feel like they are a piece away? I'm asking the show. Chris, Bo, mm. do you got everybody feel like the does are the Jets a piece away? Don't all answer at once. Chris was editing. Well, my microphone was uh not set up yet. Not Chris's fault. <clears throat> yeah, I think they're pretty close. I think they're a piece away from being uh division division champions. They can compete for that division. They did last year with without a quarterback. They have some offensive talent. They have um Brees Hall coming back, who was the the best rookie at the time of his injury. So, absolutely, they're close. Look, Aaron Rodgers, until last year, had made, what, three straight NFC title games? So, it's he's not over the hill. He, he had a couple of great seasons. Put him there with that right system, with a good defense. They have a pretty good defense. Hell, yeah, they can make a run. Mike, what do you think? I think Aaron Rodgers, I mean, Brett Favre, go back, Favre was doing really well with the Jets until he got injured that one year he was in New York. They would have won that division, potentially, or battled with Brady for it. I, I think Aaron Rodgers, though, I, if he goes to New York, he is going to be fricasseed. If he starts making mistakes, if he starts popping off, if, starts, kill him. if he starts being glib with the reporters, you can do that in front of five guys from the Appleton Express and the, <laughs> you know, the Madison Pudwhacker. But you can't do that in front of seven newspapers and guys in New York City. They're going to kill him. I don't think he cares, guys. I don't think, I honestly. About the media? No, no, I don't think he cares. I think mm. he enjoys it. Look, he's he's a little bit aloof. He's a hippie. We've talked about this. He likes to po- poke and prod these guys, and in the day, I don't think he really gives a rat about the media or what they say. Okay. Well, Chris, then he'll have some tough skin then, and he'll yeah. go do his thing. Chris, our resident Jets fan, all right, last but not least, I'm just curious, because everybody is like, if this happens, they're going to Super Bowl. I'm like, what? Come on. What do you think, Chris? No, Carl, listen, 
AFC title game is not out of the realm of possibility. This team, if they had me and you playing at quarterback last year, <laughs> they would have been competing for the division. Right. They won seven games with Zach freaking Wilson at the right. helm, who couldn't throw a football Mike better White. than me or you. Mike White mm-hmm. and his broken ribs. We don't even know if he's going to be back on the roster next year. With Aaron Rodgers and his Hall of Fame stats and the receivers that they have right. and the defense that they have, right. I'm buying in. All right. I mean, I don't know, Mike. I, it's just hard for me to be like, yeah, mm-hmm. Jets contenders next year. We'll ask Herm Edwards this question, well, by the way, at 420. Again, yeah, they're still living. In, I mean, you got to be thinking about this, man. Last time the Jets won the, the Super Bowl, you know, you're the man landed on the moon. <laughs> You know, so, Play to win the game, Carl. You know, so, I know. You know, it just, it's like, it's, and I got half the guys who went to high school with are Jets fans, and God bless them. Robbie the Flounder Friedman died at age 54, never seen the Jets win a Super Bowl in his lifetime, Carl. It's tough. It's tough. All right. More NFL conversation coming your way, guys. <laughs> NFL Blitz is on the way. Uh, the Bucks are releasing somebody. The Dolphins released a player, and there mm. were people saying, hey, Dukes, we should go get this guy. Apparently, he's not. Healthy. No, and he even told you he's not healthy. We'll talk about it coming up as part of our NFL Blitz next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 